Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. It's November 17th. Thanksgiving is one week away. I'm Dave Neal, and you are joining us on Bachelor Rush Hour. All righty, let's jump right into it. I hope everyone's doing great today. We've got a little techno music for you here, trying to jolt you back to life. We're ready for We are just... Just packing it in for the rest of 2022, aren't we? Just packing it away. 2023 is around the corner. Next thing you know, it's 2025, right? Time is speeding up. We can't slow it down. What are we doing with that time? Well, I'm not really too sure, but I'll tell you this. I have a uh, Mint Mobile. It's I'm it's it's I'm not promoting them. It's a uh, it's an app on my phone that like puts all my finances together and it told me I got a notification today that said I'm spending more money on groceries than I did in the last 6 months. And I'm like, "Well, maybe that's because it's November. It's the middle of football season, and maybe I like to eat a little bit of food when I'm not, you know, trying to fit into a wedding outfit." You know what I mean? All right. So, uh, it's barrel scraping season. Uh, I didn't expect it to be, but it is. Now, for those that aren't familiar with Barrel Scraping Dave, scraping the bottom of the barrel is defined as to be reduced to using things or people of the poorest quality because there is nothing else available. And my friends, that's when we have no content to talk about. I mean, we really went to some side characters today to get some storylines out there. So we got two uh, clips for you from the two videos we've made today. One from Lindsay Windham, who I have to say, as, as a casual viewer of the show, and I do call myself casual, I mean, I, I am pretty aggressively on top of every storyline, but I actually really like Lindsay Windham. She walked onto the beach, asked Logan for a date. He said no, and then she left the beach. But we made a story out of that, folks, so we'll give you that one. And then we've also got Eliza on the podcast. She uh, was on one of the Bachelor podcasts and she was discussing uh, how she flipped from Rodney to Justin and kind of how that manipulation happened. So we'll get into all of that. I tell you what, let's cut the music right now. I'm going to play some of your voicemails. If anyone ever wants to leave a voicemail, you can. It's 401-213-9828. Feel free to call me up and tell me what's up. Talk about anything. Ask a question. 401-213-9828. Let's have a listen from Texas. Joy Simpson, and I'm calling from Arlington, Texas. And um, I think that Aaron and Genevieve are a great couple and fight over the humongous, how do you say the word, humongous things, which is just ignorant and just uh, things that they just fought over was just some stupid in my book. And um, I think they would be a good couple, but they just need to stop fighting over stupid things and just watch each other's feelings or whatever and just see how each other is feeling and everything. So love your show, Dave Neal, and keep up the good work and um, hope you play my call. 
Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much. I think it was Joy. Was that the name? Joy calling in from Arlington, Texas. Thank you so much. Basically, and I love it. You said, you said I think Aaron and Genevieve are a good couple if they'll just stop fighting. You know, I mean, easier said than done. Anyone who's been in a, you know, a, a toxic relationship knows. Isn't it the worst when it's like, no matter what you do, it's just like walking on thin ice. Sometimes it's like, no matter what you do, you start a fight and you go, I don't even want to be remotely near this fight right now. Why are we fighting? You ever been in one of those fights where you're like, I don't want to be fighting. Oh, sure. You don't want to be fighting. And it's like, what are we doing here? Now, if I were to tell you exactly why Genevieve and Aaron are fighting, I would be, uh, what do I know? What do I know? You know, uh, we'd have we need copious amounts of therapy notes to know what the hell's going down there. Uh, because on one end, you have Aaron, who's like, ah, look, I just want to play volleyball, have a cold beer with my buddies, and have a girlfriend that I don't fight with. And you can respect that. But at the same time, he's probably very sensitive to Genevieve's moods. So when Genevieve... Uh, shares her colorful responses to things. He's like, why are you yelling at me? And it's like, look, Genevieve's from Massachusetts. That's just the way women talk in Massachusetts. They, you might think they're yelling. They just got, they got, they have a range of uh, audio levels that come at you. Um, but yeah, I mean, and if you look at it um, from her point of view, you know, everything she says, maybe he's mansplaining or correcting. Either way, I don't know if it's meant to be, folks. Now, sometimes... You fight and you learn a little bit and then you fight less and you learn a little bit and you fight less. But like, look, I mean, you know, you know, my relationship, I just got married. We still fight. Yeah, we fight over things where I go, I can't believe this is a fight. What are we doing? And what's important for me, which I don't see happening with Genevieve and Aaron in a relationship, if you do have a disagreement about something, you got to get out of the pissing match. You got to get out of the limbic flare fight or flight mode. You need to go walk the dog. Go do some laundry. You got to not smother a fight and let it breathe and air out because what you normally realize is that whatever you're arguing about isn't always the thing. So you might be like, no, I didn't park the car in the driveway. And it's like, bro, that ain't what it about, you know? So I'm very logical. At least I think I am. So sometimes I think I'm fighting about one thing and then I find out the fight's about something completely different. I go, how did I not notice that? Well, because the fight was on a different emotional level and we look for practical solutions to things. So anyway, uh, is there hope for Genevieve and Aaron? Maybe, maybe, but uh, you know, the, the the best way to go into a relationship is being the best version of yourself. I don't know if I see them both as that right now. All right, one more voicemail. All right, I clicked the voicemail line and there's no one there, so I guess that's it. All right, that was it for voicemails. And um, what else did I want to say? Oh, I just released a new vlog on Tasha's channel. And the vlog is, so it was our goal to take the dog to our wedding October 15th in Mexico. We got him approved for the hotel, but then we realized they no longer allow emotional support dogs to fly in the plane, even though he's a really good dog. Plus, as he's aged, he's had some bowel problems. So we're like, oh my gosh, we we can't take him. And then if we took him to Mexico, it's hot and humid and all these other issues came up and we're like, you know what? As much as we want to take the dog to the special day, he was supposed to be the ring bearer and walk the uh, ring down the aisle. You know, once we got into it, we're like, we just, we just can't do it. So the dog stayed in, in California and he had a good time. He stayed at a nice dog sitting place and got to smell good smells and meet other furry friends. And there was chickens he could smell and all. He, he had a good time. But what we wanted to do is make sure we got a photo shoot with our dog. So we recreated the bouquet 
that Tasha had in Mexico. We went to the flower market in Los Angeles and got all the different types of flowers for the bouquet. And then Tasha also got a custom sized vest for the dog. And we did a photo shoot in Laguna Beach and it was beautiful. That vlog is available on Tasha's channel. I'll post a link in the description below. So for all those listening on the various podcast apps, you can go listen to that right now. Now, before I play the next clip, I have to thank everyone for leaving all of your ratings and reviews. It is so important to if you if you enjoy this show, I know that we have about um, 1,800 to 2,000 uh, daily listeners. I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. We have about 336 ratings on Apple's iPhone app. Apple makes up about 60% of our listeners. So if you wanted to do the math, that's about 1,200 people are listening on Apple or iPhones. And that means we could get about four times as many ratings and reviews. They are very important. It is very important that you follow, that you subscribe, that you like, that you hit the review, five stars, all those different things. Whatever is available on whichever app you use, if you listen on Spotify but have an iPhone, go over to the Apple Podcast app, type in Bachelor Rush Hour, and give us a good review. It really, really helps the growth of the channel. We're going to need this puppy to grow in the next six months. I'm probably going to set some goals for it, and if we can't hit those goals, you know, we'll have to reevaluate what we do with the podcast. But my goal is to make this an ever... Um, growing uh, uh, a media landscape for you guys so that it's not just um, a couple uh, copies from the YouTube channel, but it's got a lot of its own original content. So that's my hope for you. I appreciate everyone that's been out there supporting. And let's get into our first video featuring one Lindsay Wyndham. All right, Lindsay Wyndham, there she is. She says, looking back on my reality TV era, like, bye. Thank you to everyone who supported me during this wild year. Turns out my idea of paradise looks a lot more like my normal, everyday life. Here's to the next chapter. Um, what a wild year it's been for Lindsay. Of course, she had the unfortunate um, sort of, um, she, she pulled the short stick, as it were, uh, that's no pun intended towards Clayton, but she pulled the short stick when it, or the long stick. Either way, she had to go to the beach last. All right, she had to go to the beach last. She was one of the last arrivals at the beach. It was a, it's like going to the club late at night when everyone's already making out with everyone and you're like, I thought I was gonna get someone here. Like, now nah, we're all taken. So now she's uh, stuck at 3 a.m. at a taco truck trying to see what's going on, metaphorically. So, of course, everyone's there to support her. And hey, look, she's a catch. She's a catch. She did a Q&A yesterday. And let's jump right into it. So someone asked her, she said, ask me the hard-hitting questions and I'll answer what I can. Someone said, who was on your list for Paradise? And she said, I don't think I told producers any names, to be honest. They obviously use that against people and don't bring them out until the last day. Well, but also, maybe because she had no one on her list is why they saved her for the end. She was like a utility player for them. Either way, nice little photo there in front of some succulents. Lindsay's a sleeper in Bachelor Nation, you know? She's great with her social media, uh, but I'll tell you what, she wants to find a guy who's off social media. We'll get into that in a second. Someone said, are you and Kate really friends, though? She said, we talked a lot right before the show because we both knew we were coming in late. I haven't heard from her since, and she hasn't reached out. Logan did reach out and apologize, which I appreciated. So yeah, not anymore. So not friends with Kate anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, a bachelor in paradise beef. Uh, look, I mean, well, we don't know. Did 
did did Lindsay reach out to Kate and didn't hear back? Maybe they both didn't reach out to each other. Either way, uh, of course, as we know, Lindsay came down to the beach and was like, anyone want to go on a date? And she was like, Logan, how about you? And he's like, me? And then, you know, Logan was interested and he did the right thing per his agreement with Kate where he asked Kate. He said, Kate, hey, um, she wants to take me on a date. And Kate's like, um, no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, how could you even ask her that? And he's like, well, but you went on a date. So I thought maybe I'd go on a date. And she's like, we're so much farther than that point. And he's like, yeah, that was yesterday. So I was just thinking since it's today, maybe I'll go on the date. Either way, um, Logan surprisingly goes back with Kate. I thought he was going to go on the date with Lindsay. As some have mentioned, there's a whole quantum parallel universe where Logan and Lindsay now have seven children and have a nice mansion in Texas because there's no state income tax. There's a whole scenario where that's the case. But either way, that's not happening here. Now, why Kate would be upset with Lindsay is beyond me. Lindsay showed up to the beach and has the same rights everyone else does to ask anybody on a date. You know what I mean? And anyway, so... Our last Q&A here from Lindsay. Someone said, uh, ask me the hard any questions. Would you go on Bachelor in Paradise again if called? She said, literally never. LOL. Um, that sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Literally never, 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 literally never. Wouldn't that be a good song? Do you want to date me? Literally never, ever, ever. A, 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 A. Okay, maybe we're on to something. Um, by the way, shout out to Mimi. Mimi sent me a, a great gift, Mimi from Pittsburgh, and she said to add to your jar of rice, and she sent me a rice shaker, along with a bunch of other gifts, Mimi. They were so thoughtful. They're going to be on my vlog that I'm releasing tomorrow. This gift was great. This is for coffee, and then it's got a mini flask if there's anything extra we want to put in there. So maybe some Irish cream whiskey. We'll have to see. Mimi in Pittsburgh, what a fantastic uh, friend of the show. All right, um... She, uh, she also said this, I, re I realized I prefer a guy without an Instagram, which I wouldn't find anywhere on that beach. First of all, here's the deal. You know, you go, I don't want a guy who's too worried about his social media. And then you meet a guy who has no Instagram and you're like, um, where are the bodies buried? Why don't you have a social media presence? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, you basically want a guy who has social media, but he just uses it to post artsy photos and he doesn't really have any thirst traps happening on there. I feel like that's what you want. She said, I also have no desire to be any sort of influencer who moves to California and goes to parties and music festivals. I'm a simple gal and want to stay in Texas. I can visit my friends from Bachelor Worlds and their cool cities. And of course, in response to that, I say, if anyone wants to contact Lindsay, reach out to theheartsocial.com where she's got uh, clearly a social media person. Now, look, I don't blame Lindsay for not wanting to be caught up in the quote unquote influencer lifestyle. But at the same time, you know, do what makes you happy. If you like selling medical devices, sell medical devices. Maybe, you know, you get laid off one day and you go, you know what? I'll go back down on the beach, build a couple of new followers. I mean, Lindsay's part of the new social media influencer, whether she wants to be called that or not, in bachelor that's thriving more so on tiktok here's Lindsay's tiktok she posted this me running from the post show direct messages from the boys that turned down my date right after filming and i think it's just one of those like the audio doesn't really matter here well yeah i can't play it um why isn't it going we're having technical difficulties she said but at least you apologized so she was happy to the guys who apologized there's Lindsay in a pink hat i'm, I'm assuming at some sort of bachelorette party or something doing her dang thing texas proud the lone star state so lindsay's got phenomenal and if you remember lindsay Wyndham, she was the one who made that tiktok about clayton and she was like you know what you did and we never found out what she was talking about but um she's got tons of good um good uh look at 90s style blow uh see if we have any other 
TikToks we can see here from Lindsay Windham. Not getting any. I'm having a hard time with TikTok. Oh, boy. They're spying on us. A normal post-bachelor convo. Did you make friends on the show? Ma'am, I spent about five minutes with the guy. I wouldn't really call that dating. So anyway, there she is with some post-bachelor content. And um, let's see. Our final thing here is Logan. Um, here for the Wrong Reasons podcast posted this clip from Alex who said, Equinox, where beach bodies are made apparently throwing shade at Logan, who can't even afford an Equinox membership. By the way, e Equinox membership, Los Angeles. Let's see what the price is. They probably don't even want to tell you right away, you know what I mean? I feel like they don't want you to know how expensive the club is. Um, but um, let's see, if we want to a normal, e I mean, they are beautiful. Uh, let's go to the downtown one. That's the close one here and see how nice it is. Uh, membership. Let's see what memberships cost. Uh, oh, see, look, yeah, you you know, it's, it's like when you go to a restaurant and they don't tell you how much the spaghetti is. And it's like, if you're not willing to disclose the price of your spaghetti, I ain't getting your gnocchi, okay? Okie dokie, no gnocchi for me. Um, oh, yeah, no, no, we'll tell you how, uh, this, I bet Equinox like, oh, yeah, we'll tell you how much it is to come to Equinox after you take a tour here. Um, average price Equinox. Somebody tell me here. Uh, oh, the, not a Chevy uh, Equinox gym membership here. We're having a barrel scraping day. Uh, membership fee starting from 160 and going as high as 500. So my guess is for the Los Angeles based one, it's closer to three to 400 a month, which is just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. So there's an initiation fee plus a monthly fee. I'm sure there's like a, uh, you know, sweat on the equipment fee. A uh, whole, whole lot of things. But anyway, they're nice gyms. You know, they're nice gyms for what they are, for someone who really values their time. But anyway, I mean, hey, maybe Lindsay could value a guy like Logan who, you know, values a good Costco discount. Maybe that's the style she should be going after. And in our next clip of the day, we have Eliza being interviewed by Tia Natasha in Grocery Store Joe on her journey on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, last week, we had this story, how producers lied to Justin. Justin said, I was even told it wasn't one of my boys that she was talking to, Eliza. But surprise, surprise, it was. So when I got down there and I have a date card and I see her sitting next to Rodney, I had to put two and two together. Of course, I had hesitated because Rodney is my guy. I'm like, what am I even doing in paradise? Now, let's go to Eliza's side of the story. Let's get into it. I'm going to play a few clips from the uh, podcast here. Of course, as some of my Patreon members have commented, um, it's absolutely garbage that they do these interviews on Zoom still. It's like, come on, you run the largest dating show in the world. Just when somebody's in LA or wherever the hell you're located, get together and talk in person. It's so much better. Anyway, I'm going to play a few clips. Have a listen. So we were both there. Okay. And... Did you hear, you know, like there's always, there was always these rumblings about people like a lot, like a lot of people knew that Brandon was already interested in Serene and there were, you know, did you hear that Rodney and or Justin were also interested in you? Cause I did. I did. Really? I heard that. Yeah. I heard really? that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't. I really, I never heard that Justin was interested in me. I never also heard that Rodney was interested in me like I mean we followed each other and things like that so I mean like it was just like oh well maybe you know maybe he is but it was never mm -hmm. like something that I heard confirmed from anyone Got did it. you get okay. any did you get any kind of vibe from Rodney when you met him at the party um maybe a little <laughs> Okay. Low, low vibe, low vibe. All right, so she said she didn't know he was interested in her, but then she said at the party where they met before Paradise, she got a vibe. By the way, 
It costs like $30 to get a nice webcam. I'm not blaming Eliza. If you're going to have someone on your podcast, just send them a nice webcam for, you know, for, for whatever sake. All right, whatever. Yeah, I, oh, Dave, why do you criticize him so much? Because I'm, I'm looking at it. I've seen, I've seen Taliban hostage videos with higher, uh, you know, bit rates here. Okay, let's go to 24. It's not a fault of Eliza's. Let's just do a little production value here, folks. Like The two big things is Justin comes down. Yeah. Um, and he pulls you to talk. Wait, 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 wait. Can we go to Lace? Oh boy! So now when Natasha interrupts Joe here and completely shifts the conversation. Okay, so Lace was with Rodney before Eliza showed up. So for everyone who feels bad for Rodney, everyone goes, "How about justice for Lace, aka Luce?" Yeah, After their she dates. came in with. Can we yeah, go there with first? Lace still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when Lace when Lace came down. After you and Rodney's date, I was, you know, we immediately saw them as viewers. We saw them talk and everything. How were yeah. you feeling? Did you get the download from the girls? Like, what, like, were you like, uh-oh, is he going to go back to her? We just had this great date. How were you feeling? Uh, uh, I I was nervous because um, I, I had met Lace. Um, obviously, by the time, you know, we came in with that, like, super dramatic entrance, like, they took off right away. So no one even had a chance to be like, hey, like, have a conversation or anything like that. I just saw her upset. And then when we were coming back, we had the like most amazing date. So we're just like on this high. And then we walk down the steps and then, you know, I see that she's here. At first, I'm just like, who is who is that over there? And I see it's Lace. He automatically like my friends, the girls kind of like embrace me and take me and be like, girl, come over here. I love that. So the girls take Eliza aside to say, all right, hang with us because Lace is about to have an implosion with uh, Rodney. So Eliza gets to see it from the point of view where she's the new shiny a toy, as it were, and not from the point of view where she's the first one on the beach that then gets replaced, which would obviously suck to be that. So uh, anyway, here uh, here she explains when Justin came to the beach. Now, so now you and Rodney are in a great place. <laughs> Justin comes down on the beach. What are your initial thoughts? Are you hoping, are you interested in him at all? Do you want him to pull you? How are you feeling? Oh my gosh. Um, so I, the way that I thought it was going to go down because this is what I'd seen so far with, you know, other people coming down to the beach. I was like, okay, they're going to come down. They're going to pull a couple girls to talk. If it's a guy, he's going to pull some of us to talk and like get a vibe and like figure out who he wants to take on this date. So when he pulls me first, I'm just like, okay, I'm just the first one he's pulling to chat and then he'll, you know, talk to whoever next. Um, and so then I'm in the moment, I'm not even considering that he's going to ask me out on the date. I not for one second thought that I'm like standing with Rodney when he comes down and he's like can we go chat and I almost feel like am I allowed to go like can I hold his hand like I was so uncomfortable because I just didn't know what was happening but was and there I, a side of you that was also intrigued were you a little bit excited not while he was taking me over to the day bed to sit I was just like I'm just nervous when we got there and he tells me like hey like I came back specifically for you then I'm like whoa oh yeah I, did you know that he had already been there yeah, I did know that he had already been there. Oh, so okay. I was, like, because I saw all the guys run to him, and he's they're like, he's back, he's back, and I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't know that was something that was allowed either. Um, so in that moment, Joe, like, no, I was not thinking like, oh my gosh, she's going to take me. She up. goes, I didn't know if that was something that was allowed. Listen, if it's going to give ratings and drama, it's allowed. On this date, I'm so excited. It didn't get to the point that point until he told me like, I came back just for you, and I'm like, but did your course. heart flutter when he walked in? It didn't flutter. 
Oh, what a burn. Eliza, heart did not flutter. No palpitations. It didn't skip a beat. I had normal heart rate. We've okay. all been there. We know how it goes. I mean, when like you're already, you already have something with someone and yeah. then someone yeah. else comes in and you're like, damn, you're but, on my list. And it makes your kind of heart no, better. I get that. I get that. But I feel like the way I was feeling, I was like, I'm so good right now, even mm-hmm. if he does come down and I know. And, it- and first of all, look, hey, Justin gets the last laugh here. It's like, listen, Eliza, your heart not, might not have fluttered, but your heart bought a plane ticket to Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> Someone that originally I was like, oh, I'm excited to meet him. I I know how everything else happens after. But in that moment, I was just like, I'm going to go have a conversation with him. But okay. I'm also, you know, so that's yeah. how I was. Okay, so this is where I believe that you're receiving the most criticism is because, you know, we don't we don't really see that. It seems like you are really excited. It seems like you're extremely flattered when Justin does tell you uh, he only came for you, which also. Okay, I know Tia's pregnant and everything, but what is she eating right now? You know what I mean? So it's very understandable. And I think a lot of. At least it's not crunchy. People would feel that way, regardless of the relationship, because you've only been there for a few days. Right. Yeah. Um, but you basically you you're saying that if Rodney would have told you not to go, that that's what you truly wanted in the moment, and then you wouldn't have went. So, do you stand by that, or is that is there more to that story? There is more, and okay. I I know there is a lot. I know that what people are coming at me for, and I, I get it. I get how it looks, mm-hmm. but. A lot of things that I feel like viewers didn't see and something that I will stand by to the very end stand is that me. before I ever said yes to going on the date with Justin, I made I made a point of to be like, I'm getting up. Thank you so much. Like, I'm so flattered. I'm not going to like not admit that I was super flattered, but I made mm. a point of getting up and going to Rodney and being like, Justin, hold on. I have to have a conversation first. And while I was going, while I was walking over there to have a conversation, I was just like, and I think I even said it in one of like, my moments, I was just like, I really hope that, he, you know, he tells me he doesn't want me to go. Not that I can't go. Not that I can't go, but that he doesn't want me to. I feel like there's such a big difference between those two sentences. Now, look, I get it. I get it. She said, I wanted him to say, I can't go. It doesn't mean I wasn't going to go, but I wanted that. And he's like, but if I told you not to go, then he's going to look like this, like, un- like this bad boy you can't have. It's damned. Un- like she says she wanted him to do a certain thing. I'm telling you. From the male perspective, damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. That's like being like, you can't wear that. You can't go hang out. Like, you can't tell someone else what to do. So Rodney goes, look, uh, you're allowed. You have the free will. She's like, oh, come on. You know, so, gosh, it just, it feels like it's, I mean, I understand her point. I understand her point here. Let's go, let's keep listening. A couple more minutes. And I feel like I was really looking for, like, that validation to be like, hey, this is a guy that, you know, coming here, I was interested in meeting but I feel like we're in such a good place. So I just need to hear basically that you're in the same place that I am. And for you to tell me that, you know, like, I feel like we have something good, you know, don't risk it. That's all I wanted to hear. Okay. So um, what we saw as viewers was you saying yes to the date and then going to talk to Rodney. So basically you're saying that, it didn't necessarily happen like that. It was like, hold on, let me, I have, you, you verbally. Producers and editors ch- manipulated the storyline. We told Justin, I got to go talk to Rodney first. Because that's what we didn't see. Okay, okay, okay. And then and you look, went to go- It's one thing to edit something for time. I totally get it. But the edit makes Eliza look worse. 
if if in fact she did go talk to Rodney as she's saying, which so far no one's no, no one has countered that and said that's not true. So she went and did the, she did the right thing. And it looked like she was like just jumped on Justin's bandwagon, as it were. I talked to Rodney, but and so Rodney in in your conversation, it was like he said, I don't want you to go, but and it was that but. So basically what you were looking for was him to say, We're locked in. I don't want to go any more dates. You shouldn't go on this date. What are you talking about? Forget Justin and like let's do this thing. No buts is what you yeah. really wanted. You wanted it to like solidify at that point. Absolutely. And not for a second did I want him to like be like he's putting me in a box or he's controlling me or like you like I'm not letting you leave. That's not what I was asking. I didn't want him to control me. I just wanted him to tell me what to do. All right. Well, that's it. If you want to go check out the full episode, it's up on Bachelor Nation's YouTube channel. You can go watch it there or you can gouge your eyes out if you don't want to watch it either way. Well, look at that. Another riveting episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. That's what we have for you today. If you need more content, the YouTube channel's got so much going on. Like I said, Tasha Courtney is the place you need to go for the vlog regarding the bouquet and dog photo shoot. And Dave Neal Vlogs is going to have a new vlog tomorrow, which is going to be a day in the life of Bachelor Recapping. Uh, which is uh, what I recorded from Tuesday. It was a long day. It was a long day of content, and I think you're going to like what we have there. All right, folks. Well, we are one uh, step closer to Friday, uh, so we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. Bye.